Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 6 of Primm's Playlist Season 3. My name is Prim, and just like last time, I'll be analyzing 5 underrated Korean songs and recommending them based on your taste in K-pop. So if you've been following this podcast for a while, you know that I absolutely love Trot. I always try, keyword try, to fit at least one recently released Trot song into my playlists. I really think it's a genre that doesn't get enough love outside of South Korea, and heck, even in South Korea, it's often considered to be old person music. So I figured, why not do an episode dedicated to Trot? Before we get into this playlist, let's first define what Trot is. To directly quote Wikipedia, Trot is a genre of Korean popular music known for its use of repetitive rhythm and vocal inflections, the latter of which being called kokuki. It originated over a hundred years ago and has been, quote, constantly evolving ever since, which may explain why it's considered old person music. That being said, the genre has seen a resurgence in K-pop since the 2000s. In my personal experience listening to contemporary trot, it generally has a bouncy rhythm, upbeat tempo, and an instrumentation either centered around realistic instruments such as guitars and horns, or on the other side of the spectrum, electronic instruments somewhat reminiscent of a less bass-heavy synth pop. Of course, like with any music genre, these are not hard and fast rules. These are more guidelines which can be artistically broken as necessary. As I said before, I'm a big fan of Trot. Its upbeat vibes and interesting vocal inflections always put a smile on my face. I'm super excited to show you some recent Trot releases today. Let's pull up the playlist! Our first song today is Gossip Tolote, translating to When Your Heart Trembles according to Google Translate, by Kang Hyegyeon currently at 19k views on Kang Hyeyeon's official YouTube channel. We've actually covered Kang Hyeyeon on this podcast before. Her release Chokam Yanchok was on the Guitar Themes playlist two episodes ago. Unlike Chokam Yanchok, which had a straighter rhythm and a more synth-heavy instrumental, Gasim Tolilte has a swung, bouncy instrumental heavily featuring sharp brass, upbeat piano, and electric guitars. On top of these bright and energetic instruments is not only Kang Hyeyeon's strong and deep-toned voice singing with the Koki vocal technique, but also a chorus of backup vocals, an element present in a lot of trot. With its bright instrumentation, bouncy rhythm, and impressive vocals, this song is a contagiously happy pick-me-up. I recommend Gossim Tolilte to anyone who likes Kiss Later by Yojin from Luna. They both have a similar bouncy and energetic vibe, and both make a heavy use of brass instruments. So if you like Kiss Later, go check out Gossip Tolilte. How about song number two? Next up, we've got Let's Play Love by Park Hyun Bin, garnering 13k views on One the K. On the exact opposite side of the spectrum from our previous track, Let's Play Love has a straight rhythm, a breakneck tempo, and an almost grating synth lead, which, for reasons I cannot even begin to comprehend, interpolates the William Tell Overture. It feels more along the lines of contemporary trot as opposed to the slightly older style of trot heard in Gossam Tolilte. This song is a great example of repetition in trot. There are a few short synth melodies which are used over and over again, often during transitions between sung sections. Additionally, there's a lot of emphasis placed on the upbeats, the beats that occur in this case an eighth note after each downbeat, in this song's instrumental, adding a syncopated element which keeps the energy up and prevents the song from feeling too stiff, for lack of a better term. Between its literally upbeat vibes, synth-heavy instrumentation, and instantly recognizable hook, this song is sure to stick itself in your head. Let's Play Love is perfect for listeners who love size, various, energetic, and synth-heavy releases such as Gangnam Style, Gentleman, and Champion. 
Granted, Champion is not that similar genre-wise, but it's a great example of another song which utilizes an existing melody for its synth hook. In this case, directly sampling Axel F from the Beverly Hills Cup OST and also Crazy Frog. So, if you're looking for something catchy and overwhelming along the lines of Gangnam Style era Psy, and especially if you love seeing existing melodies used in new and interesting ways, give Let's Play Love a listen. Song for you, please. Song number three today is Kochi Pibnida, translating to Flowers Bloom according to Google Translate by Park Sojin. With around 650 views on Ogam Entertainment, that's not much. We've had one swung and realistic instrument-based song, we've had one straight rhythm synth-heavy song, now here's something in between. Much like Let's Play Love, this song has a pretty much march time rhythm with emphasis on its upbeats, but at a slightly slower tempo. Additionally, it combines horns and guitars for many of its instruments and melodies with synths in auxiliary roles, especially on the upbeats, as well as using almost 80s-esque electronic percussion. It's pretty much exactly what one thinks of when one thinks of contemporary trot. Repetitive rhythms and song structure, lots of horns and guitar, and of course a heavy utilization of kokki and backup vocals. There's not much I can really say about this one. Kochi Pibnida, for whatever reason, really sounds like something Orange Caramel would release. I don't really know how to describe it, especially since Orange Caramel tends to draw more from electro swing. Then again, maybe I'm just hearing horns and going feral. But seriously, Kochi Pibnida feels like it fits right in among releases like Lipstick, Catalina, and Abing Abing. So if you're a fan of Orange Caramel, go listen to Kochi Pibnida. How about song number four? At 1100 views on Music and New, this is Your the Best 2021 version by Papa Goomba. While previous tracks have had a more happy vibe to them, this song has a little more of a melancholy streak to it. Starting off with a chorus of backup singers against thinner, more subdued horns, though that ain't a high bar to clear, this song launches into a guitar solo which honestly wouldn't be out of place in a rock ballad. We are then treated to a longing, nostalgic sounding vocal melody sung by a deep and slightly gravelly voice, adding again to that melancholy feel. The primarily realistic instrument based backing track doesn't hurt either, though there are definitely some synths in there too. That being said, this is not a full on trot ballad. It is still quite an upbeat and energetic song, just more dramatic than happy go lucky. This is a bit of an odd one, but hear me out, You're the Best 2021 version kind of sounds like if Dreamcatcher did drop. That guitar solo, as I said before, wouldn't be out of place in a rock ballad. In fact, it reminds me a little bit of the guitar solo from their song You and I. Lord knows Dreamcatcher likes to branch out into different musical styles, especially in their B-sides. Jazz bar and black or white, anyone? So honestly, I wouldn't put it past them to one day branch out into some dramatic guitar-centric trot. If you're like me and love Dreamcatcher's more experimental B-side tracks, you may enjoy You're the Best 2021 version. What's your song 5? Garnering 850 views on Local High Records, our fifth song today is Nole Hakoshipo, official English title I Want to Sing by Ungabi. Among the trot elements like kokki vocal technique, liberal use of backing vocalists, and lots of horns, you can hear an acoustic guitar noodling away in the background, seemingly inspired by Latin American music? Big question mark on that one, don't quote me on that. There's also the deep electric bass, which is pretty much front and center during the verses. Other contemporary trot, in my experience, is quite a bit more treble heavy. Additionally, Ungabi has a very interesting vocal timbre, at times giving off almost musical theater slash opera vibes, a weird but welcome contrast with the other genre elements in this song. 
Noe Hakoshipo is perfect for anyone who loves I Knew It by Sonomu, a song with significant inspirations from Latin American music, a guitar and horn based instrumental, unique vocals especially during the chorus, and a deep bass line. If you're a Sonomu fan, I'd definitely recommend taking a look at Noe Hagoshipo. Last but not least, let's hear our sore thumb song. Our sore thumb song today is I Miss You by Holiday currently at 2.5k views on Music & New. According to the video description, this was the last song they recorded alongside their group member Big Joe, who sadly passed away in early January of this year. This song was recorded all the way back in 2008, the year the group initially debuted. And wow, this song takes on the perfect tone and production style for a post-mortem release, combining rap, which was Big Joe's usual style of music, into a ballad with orchestral cinematic vibes alongside the deep booming drums, crashing cymbals, orchestral strings, and soprano vocals are hi-hats and snares reminiscent of trap music and fast-paced rapping. Interestingly, traditional instruments and some quiet but overdriven electric guitar are added for even more genre blending. It's a unique and unexpectedly gorgeous combination of musical influences. I'd recommend I Miss You to anyone who likes Love 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 by EXO. Both songs have a similar way of blending rap and traditional instruments. Though Love of Love is more of an R&B track than a ballad, both have similar booming feelings and general dramatic vibes. So yeah, if you like Love Love Love, then go check out I Miss You. Now that we've heard the whole playlist, let's move on to today's special feature. Me rambling about retro concepts. If there's been one defining sound of the early 2020s so far, it's retro revival. In both K-pop and Western pop, from Dynamite and I Can't Stop Me to Say So and Future Nostalgia, there's been a surge of songs taking inspiration from the disco of the 1970s and the synth pop and city pop of the 1980s. I say inspiration because these songs are, of course, not a 100% recreation of music from these decades. Not only are they aided by advancements in music production technology, but they also often blend multiple more recent slash modern genres, such as hip-hop, trap, and EDM, into these throwback sounds. That being said, the retro influence is crystal clear. This segment is just going to be a bit of a ramble about retro revival, my opinions on it musically, why I think it's so popular, and where I think it's headed. Let's start with that first topic, which I guess also serves as a disclaimer. I love retro revival. Like, a lot. I actually have a 3 hour and 20 minute long playlist in my Apple Music library of just various retro revival tracks, as well as a couple songs actually from the 70s and 80s. Before you ask, yes, Never Gonna Give You Up is on there completely unironically, and I do constantly recall myself every time I pull this playlist up. Ignoring that though, I just think there's something so comforting and interesting about listening to a brand new song, especially by an artist you're already familiar with, which sounds like it's from a different era than the one you're in, you know? It almost feels like time traveling to a different decade for a couple minutes. Granted, time traveling to an idealized and probably inaccurate version of that decade, but hey, that can be said for pretty much any time-related media. I love it for the same reasons I love Dungeons & Dragons and Scuffle Waz videos. They give me a chance to imagine myself in another setting, whether it be a more magical one like the former, a more absurd and comedic one like the latter, or, in the case of Retro Revival, one that is otherwise temporally inaccessible. So why is Retro Revival so popular? Of course, I think part of it does have to do with the novelty of what are basically new old songs, but I think the appeal goes way past novelty. 
Retrovival is not an invention of the 2020s. There were retro K-pop tracks being released for years before the 2020s began. Some immediate examples coming to mind being Lady by Yubin, I Feel You by Wonder Girls, and basically anything by Yukika. These were novel for their time, but their genre didn't really take off until now. Really, I think that the escapism I was talking about earlier is a major factor in the rise of retro revival. Let's face it, the 2020s suck so far. Of course, the late 2010s also sucked, but the 2020s have really highlighted the many, many problems in our current society and societal systems, mostly due to the exacerbating influence of the COVID-19 pandemic. Honestly, even though obviously the 70s and 80s had their own massive issues, wanting to travel to an idealized version of literally any decade other than this one is completely understandable. Which brings me to my last point. Where is Retro Revival headed? Many consider it a fad, but I don't think that's entirely the case. I think the use of specifically 70s and 80s stylings will probably dry up with oversaturation, as much as my synth-pop-loving self hates to say it. If everybody's making 70s slash 80s music, nobody's gonna have a chance to stand out. However, I don't think this trend of drawing extra inspiration from older music will go away anytime soon, not unless the general state of the world suddenly gets a lot better very, very quickly. Instead, I think we're going to start seeing more songs drawing from different decades, such as throwbacks to 90s hip-hop and incredibly cheesy 2000s K-pop, or maybe going older to 50s rock and roll, 30s swing, 20s jazz. In fact, before the surge in 70s and 80s retro revival, I've seen retro being applied to concepts like those from Piano Man and Dekalkomanie about Mamamoo, or the Envy for Nobody by Wonder Girls. Granted, some of this is wishful thinking, I want more stuff like Villain by Stella Jang and Is Who by Min, so dang it, but I really do think that the current trajectory of Retro Revival is to start drawing from a few more decades. That being said, I'm still going to keep my 70s slash 80s retro playlist on standby. In times like these, you never know when you'll need a healthy dose of disco. There's just one more thing to take care of before we end today's show. It's time to spin the Wheel of Segments. And this week's segment is... Lightning Round. Lightning Round is the segment where I cover the songs I left on the cutting room floor. Let's lay out some ground rules. 20 songs to review. 10 words each, not counting introducing the song. Songs will be listed in ascending order of favoritism, and for efficiency's sake, only the last one will be represented on the YouTube playlist. Basically, it's a music review speedrun. Let's start the segment. Ready, set, go. Number 20, Snapshot by Kim Hyunjun. 1.8k views on Music and New. A revival of early 2000s era K-pop, cheesy as ever. Number 19, We by You Cherish. 650 views on Music and New. This sounds like music from the Fitness Grand Pacer Test OST. Number 18, Challengers by Jane, Fun2, and Jack Thamarat. 14k views on Music and New. An instrumental battle between three guitars in 6-4 time. Number 17, Ping Pong by Pinwheel featuring Slock. 570 views on Music and New. Tropical House with a distorted, glitchy twist. Summery and spacey. Number 16, Bulugo Bulo by Say Yes. 270 views on Ogam Entertainment. A dramatic rock ballad. Think Wake Me Up by Bap. Number 15, Something I Have to Say by 12jin featuring Jung Se-young. 850 views on Music and New. Subdued, echoing, and ambient synth wave interrupted by occasional harsh percussion. 
Number 14, Woman by Soundbox with narration from Kim Seokhyun of BLSG. 1,000 views on Super Soundbox. Bouncy, not-too-soft rock reminiscent of 90s garage rock. Number 13, Let Me Love You by Boy Brown. 3,500 views on Warner Music Korea. Distorted and funky with strange synths and a deep bass line. Number 12, Gune or The Swing by Sogi. 12k views on Sony Music Korea and just under 400 views on Sogi's official YouTube channel. Fitting for its name, a cute track with swing influences. Number 11, You and Your by Lee Sang Soon. 37.4k views on One The K. Acoustic guitar, bass, and soft singing for home cafe vibes. Number 10, Paradise by Your Beagle. 5,500 views on both Genie Music and Your Beagle's official YouTube channel. A synth-pop-trap R&B combo showcasing Your Beagle's more mature side. Number 9, Bravo by Chung Dam Dong, 8-beat, and Ryu Ji Kwang. 3,300 views on Genie Music. A horn-heavy ballad fit for an ending credit sequence. Number 8, Flower Rain by Yunsei. 8,300 views on Stone Music Entertainment. Cute and refreshing EDM with catchy melodies and springtime vibes. Number 7, XXHolic by Lee Hye. 2.7k views on Music and New. Fast-paced trap R&B with strings and lots of reverb. Number 6, Nights Gone By by Eaeon. 18,200 views on One The K. Distorted ambient lo-fi in a 5-4 time signature. What? Number 5, Po Po by J Moon featuring Kid Millie. 450 views on Super Soundbugs. If only this song released in time for episode 5. Number 4, Sundance by Angeline Danilova featuring Han Hae. 11k views on Warner Music Korea. Funky lo-fi disco vibes, perfect for a summer road trip. Number 3, Healthy Food by Minsoo. 16.8k views on Magic Strawberry Sound and 21.8k views on One The K. Prominent bass, raspy vocals, tons of samples, and minimalist percussion. Number 2, Eternal by Four Men. 7,500 views on Genie Music. An orchestral ballad with R&B elements and seriously amazing harmonies. Number 1, Hole in Your Face by Lee Eun-sung and BDC. 4.7k views on Super Soundbooks. A bouncy, travel-ready track with big early G-friend energy. And with that, we end episode 6 of Primo's Playlist Season 3. If you enjoyed this episode, check out the original songs at bit.ly slash pmp underscore s3e6. All letters capital, all numbers numerals. If you want to say hello, you can find me on Instagram at primms underscore playlist, Twitter at playlistprim, or the official Primo's Playlist YouTube channel. Links to everything can be found at linktree slash primsplaylist. That's linktr.ee slash p-r-i-m-m-s-p-l-a-y-l-i-s-t. Primrims Playlist is a proud member of BrainRout Presents. For more information, visit brainroutpresents.wixsite.com slash landing. If you'd like to support our podcasts, consider donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash brainroute underscore prsnts. Only $2 a month for Discord access and longer episodes, $5 a month for in-episode shoutouts and early episodes, plus bonuses for all our other podcasts. Or, if you'd like to make a one-time donation, visit fundraiser.com slash Presents. That's f-u-n-d-r-a-z-r dot com slash underscore p-r-s-n-t-s. Shoutout to our $5 plus tier Patreon supporters, Adrian Frisbee, Saffron, Emery Silvers, Jupiter McIntyre, Prozac Haven, Delenn Bouchamp, Connor Fox, Jan Aloney, Sean Locke, and Neopet Graveyard. 
you make this podcast possible. Thanks for jamming with me today.